With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Voyage. Hi, everyone. It's Nat Mundell, the founder of Voyage and one of the producers of uh, So Many Fragile Things, this incredible episode. And I'm pleased to introduce Michael Emerson, two-time Emmy Award-winning actor, star of some of your favorite hit movies and shows like Lost, Person of Interest, The Practice, Saw, and the current hit show Evil on Paramount+. Plus. So Michael, very excited and honored to have you in this episode and also really nice to connect with you. Thank you, Nat. It's nice to meet you today. Cheers. So what an interesting story, first off, and I'm assuming for you an interesting role. Tell me a little bit about um, if you found anything surprising in this role for you of Samuel. Well, it's a sad story. Uh, I connect to it in a way, having grown up in a small farm community in Iowa and living near Amish people. And I have a sense of the different kind of life they have to lead. I was surprised at the sadness of it and and that uh, the character I play has no support. There's no one he can talk to. He's alone in the world, I would say friendless. And he's in a place where he can't make good decisions, I think. I feel a kind of, I won't say sympathy for his situation because I don't think murder is a good solution to anything, but I feel a kind of empathy for him uh, in, in terms of his loneliness and his desperation and the times when he feels like Am, am I crazy or am I living in a crazy place? Yeah, how uh, fascinating to know your background and, and that you have that sort of personal experience. So when you find your performance in a role like this, this complex character in a complex situation, what's your process like and how do you find your performance? I think it's all, to me, it's just, it's it's a voice job. It, it's, a, I look at the text and, try to gather what the writer wants or what's there, what what does it contain beneath the surface maybe, and how can it best be played for, I don't know, pathos or drama or humor, what, what have you. And then I just, I run it, I, I try it out in my own voice. I look at whether the, in this case, there's the, it, it can use a nice dialect and just 
try to make the music of it right. I guess for me, as I get older as an actor, I think of this, the spoken word as a kind of musical performance. So I'm just listening for the melody or the cadence, or I'm, I'm listening for the thing that sounds fresh and true. Yeah. Got, that makes sense. And and your voice naturally, I think, has a melodic pacing to it. So um, it's actually really kind of <laughs> nice to chat with you. It's almost uh, hypnotic, <laughs> even just for me. So I, I I think that that's an interesting aspect of, of, you know, some of the villains you've played. And you have played so many pure villains, but but then over time reveal this nuance. And I think this character, Samuel, has a lot of nuance um in his story and so you know what are your thoughts on his motivations do you find him you know when you read this role did you find his story to be truthful do you think or or what do you think some of his motivations were well, i think his story is really plausible and of course i know that it's true or at least his telling of it seems true to him he seems like a man who never got to speak, he never got to have his say. And now after he's done this terrible thing, he's going to speak. And there's a whole lot of ways that that can happen. I'm a little surprised at how self-pitying he is, how self-justifying he is. He's like undeveloped, I think. And maybe him growing up in an Amish community did not contribute to a, a broader worldview or a way to get past himself or a, a way to stop being infantilized by you know, the leaders of his church community. So all, all of that's going on, I think. Yeah, and, and when you think about some of those themes and you, you know, if you connect it to present day and if there were a Samuel in today's world, do you think he would be tried differently or thought of differently than he was then. This is that kind of tragedy that makes headlines and causes discussion. And there will be, people will take a couple of different sides on it. I think in a way, his crime is a kind of timeless one. And I think it plays kind of the same now as it would in his day. I, I think, if there's any difference, it is that we're a little more forgiving because we understand mental illness a little better. And we understand how good people can grow desperate and make tragic mistakes. Yeah, and then his tragic mistake obviously led to, to prison and then ultimately suicide prior to release. Um, do you think the, the size of his world and community, you know, being smaller then than now, do you think that, do you think that the shame corresponds to the size of community and that maybe in today's world, he could have been a faceless participant in community after and that that, that, that might have driven his suicide? He came from a very small circle and that very small circle will shun him forever. Yeah. And I, I guess you just didn't have enough experience of the world or of life to have enough imagination to envision for himself some other life that could contain happiness and be guilt-free. 
he couldn't get there. He hadn't the tools for it, I think. Yeah, it's that undeveloped quality that you referred to earlier. Yeah, he's yeah. simple in a way, Ch childish sort of. The, the thing he says about them, about the Amish sort of crippling their people by not letting them know the world so that they're dysfunctional. I think he's describing himself when he says that. Yeah, yeah. Well, switching over to you, um, you know, is this your... Is this your first podcast participation or have you been both listening to and performing in podcasts for quite some time? I, I listen to podcasts a lot. I really enjoy them. I enjoy the spoken word in general. Um, I've never, I guess, I don't think I've played a part on a podcast. I've done, you know, numerous interviews and stuff and talked about my work or shows that I've been on, but this is something new, I guess. And I, I, like, I like the whole idea of it. And I, I do like spoken word media. What is it that you like about spoken word media? Do you, is there a connection to power of voice or what's true for you in that? Well, I, I think the human voice is the ultimate instrument and that the storytelling can be hypnotic and transforming and it can be electrifying in a simple and direct way that is perhaps greater than all the special effects on the planet. Mm. So I'm, I'm, I'm really partial to that stuff. I, I like the idea of radio drama and I like what has grown out of it in the digital age that we have so much more spoken word to listen to. I listen to a lot of audiobooks. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm up for that. And I, I do believe in it. Yeah. I think there's a much, much in the same way you're referring to it as the, the voice being the first instrument and, you know, storytelling being oral in its origins, the simplicity of that, I think gives some great power. And one of the things that we think is interesting about voyage is this notion of creating a new fireplace around which people can share stories. Is that, that seems like a, that seems like a good idea to me. Cause I, I, I think the human voice can take you away to places and it can be an incantation. It can be poetry. It, it can be sacramental. I would venture to say. Wow. So uh, I'm, I'm all in favor of us uh, doing more of this kind of work. Well, tell us a little bit about what you're working on and, and uh, you know, feel free to, if there's something you want to share with your fans, please uh, take a moment. Tell us what you're up to. Well, I, I think my fans know that uh, the show I'm on now, Evil, is in its second season. It's now airing, new episode every week. And uh, it's going really well. We wrapped on the work at the end of May, so I'm on my summer vacation. And I, I do a little bit of, you know, I do a little bit to promote the show on social media because everybody's very keen on that and uh some interviews and things and mostly i'm out out here in the woods you know doing uh sort of farm-like chores every day <laughs> well it's been a real pleasure to get connected with you and so appreciative of your performance on so many fragile things um michael everson uh michael emerson everyone just 
you know, welcome to Voyage and 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 uh, and thanks so much for your your wonderful performance. It's great to meet you. Thanks for having me. I really look forward to hearing the finished product here. This is Dan Benamore, head of podcasts at Voyage Media. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Michael Emerson. Just wanted to tell you to keep an eye out for the next episode of Allegedly, which stars Jonathan Frakes from Star Trek. It's coming in two weeks. It details a financial crime that has stakes in the trillions of dollars, and it's just, you know, really unbelievable and uh, a really great fit for Allegedly. We think you're going to really enjoy that episode. So keep an eye out for that in two weeks. Thanks.